Welcome back to BoJack Horse Pod, the BoJack Horseman story. Today, we will be talking about Season 5, Episode 1 of BoJack Horseman, the light bulb scene. I'm your host, Kirsten McInnes, joined as always by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? Doing really well. It was Christmas yesterday. How was your it was, Christmas? It was Christmas yesterday. I was. It was good. I was spoiled. I was very spoiled, but good. it was really good. How was yours? It was good. I saw that the tooth fairy found you. The tooth fairy found me. Yeah. And weirdly, <laughs> she gave me sugar instead of toothbrushes this year. It was very weird. Yeah. Oh, that is unusual. And also, you watch The Sound of Music. And I watch The Sound of Music. It's all coming full circle. <laughs> It's a, truly, I have traditions, okay? It's, this is how life is. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. I told my mother about the tooth fairy thing and she thought it was very delightful. Yeah, it is delightful. Thank you. I told my sister that you all made fun of me for my <laughs> Christmas crew. Mm-hmm. But actually, there's some evolutions to the Christmas crew this year because obviously my sister is married. Mm-hmm. So her husband did her stocking. She doesn't nice. she doesn't have to do her own stocking anymore. Nice. And so he gave his gifts to her from different people. So she got a gift from Tiny Tim. <laughs> but she got one of her gifts was from the funniest person I can imagine. It's not a it's not a character normally uh, associated with Christmas, but she got a gift from Judas. <laughs> <laughs> were they like thematically appropriate? No, they were just from people. I don't That's know. What would be thematically funny. appropriate from Judas? I like 10 silver coins? Like a knife in the back or something. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, he stabbed her after that. <laughs> he said, This is from Judas and stabbed her in the back. Oh, God. Well, that's very funny. I like your Christmas crew. Yeah, it's like a more ambitious crossover than the Avengers. I also got for the Mulaney heads, I got a gift from Detective J.J. Bittenbender. Oh. And it was a crisp 50 in a money clip. Wow. So if someone tries to rob me, I go, you want it? Go get it and throw the money clip with the $50. Throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. A really topical joke in 2021. Yes, very much so. Yes. Yeah. Last time we spoke, you were also on your way to see Spider-Man. How was that? Oh, Spider-Man is so good. I will not be spoiling it, Good. but good. it was very good. And I wish I could see it again, but I don't really want to go back into a movie theater. Mm, yeah. That's pretty tough. Yes, very tough. I feel like since we last spoke, COVID has gotten even worse. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's great. Yeah. Love we're all in us. a pit of despair. Yeah, that's great. We live in a pit of despair. Mm-hmm. Yep. But what do we say on BoJack Horse Pod? Nothing you can't on get depressed <laughs> if you stay depressed. <laughs> Both good. <laughs> Same energy. Same energy. Oh, my God. I think there might be something on the inside and something on the outside, to be honest, at this <laughs> point. depression, both inside and outside. Oh, God. What fun we have. Oh, what fun we have. Okay, so this is actually our first podcast of 2022. Yeah. What, do we want to make, that? like, some predictions for the year? Everything's horrible and mm-hmm. nothing will change. Okay, here's our biggest predi- prediction. Does Kirsten have a COVID birthday in 2022? My prediction is yes, I will have a COVID birthday in 2022. Yeah. Cam's birthday is really close to yours, as you know. And yesterday I was like, I expect you'll have one more of these. I think that everyone will continue to have COVID birthdays until this. Have you heard about this new SARS COVID vaccine that they're working on? No. So it's going to human trials soon. Mm -hmm. And the way it works is that like each side of the like 
fake virus vector thing is like the different types of shapes that a SARS virus could take. So it will work against all SARS viruses moving forward, not just COVID-19. And so it will be like variant resistant. That would be nice. So that is promising news. Obviously, I'm not a scientist. So the way I explain that is not how a scientist would explain it. (laughs) But you know what? That is moving to clinical trials in people soon, which is wonderful. And I feel like it's taking long enough that even like the hesitant people can be like, oh, they really took their time with this. Like, I can trust (laughs) it, you know? Even though, of course, mRNA technology has been studied for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And is not new, yeah. but people feel like it is because they're stupid. And then also the COVID like treatment, like at home treatment, mm-hmm. like pills got approved in the States by the FDA. So like, yeah, super promising. There's some good things happening too. Yes. Yes. It's not all bad. It's Just not mostly all bad. bad. When you're getting boosted next week. Yeah. Yeah. So by the time people are Jen- hearing this in principle, I should be almost boosted. Well, yeah. Cause you're getting boosted on the fifth. You said fourth. Fourth. So you're getting boosted today. Oh, and people are listening to this. This is happy booster day. <laughs> yeah, this is Lindsay's booster day. January 4th is also World Braille Day. What a segue. That was beautiful. It's National <laughs> Spaghetti Day. Mm-hmm. It's National Trivia Day. You love trivia and maybe spaghetti? Yeah, I love both of those things. Wow. Okay. Like, is spaghetti my favorite type of noodle? No, but it's a, it's great and the sauce is good. What's your favorite noodle? Farfai. Oh, okay. Good. Bow ties. Bow tie, yeah. And fusili. And then it's also in Scotland, it's the they get the New Year's holiday. I don't know why it's on the fourth and not the third, but yeah, that's unusual. And in Mexico, it's National Journalist Day. Oh, yeah. Celebrate a journalist. Celebrate a journalist today. We're kind of journalists. (laughs) Just what I said, we count as journalists. (laughs) I was like, no, that'll be too far. (laughs) You can celebrate us. Yeah, we are first and foremost an educational podcast. That's right. We're always bringing hard-hitting news to our listeners. Listen, I've presented a lot of facts. You have. Just in this episode alone, you've already presented a lot of new information. So I don't mean to like make a big deal or anything, but I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Okay. And also, for what time is it right now? You might be wondering. What time is it right now? Maybe you forgot your computer has a clock in it. But currently, in Pacific time where I am, it is Sunday, December 26th, 2021 at 1126 a.m. It is in London, 726 p.m. on Sunday, December 26th of 2021. In New York, it is 2.26 p.m. on Sunday, December 26th, 2021. What time is it for you in Atlantic? It is 3.26 p.m. on December 26th, 2021. That's right. And in Hong Kong, it is 3.26 a.m. on Monday, December 27th. Incredible. I really liked your segue. That was good. Right into those segments. I'm a professional. Listen, I've been podcasting for a couple of years now. (laughs) We've been doing a weekly podcast for almost a year. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like I don't get enough respect for my transitions because I think that they're pretty good. And what's the status on Filbert? It's coming soon. Coming soon. Great. Yeah, isn't that weird? Because I swear I could see them filming it today. Yeah, just not up yet, I guess. I guess it's just not been uploaded yet. I wonder what the (laughs) director of streamings, streamables, (laughs) has to say about that. If I could find my IMDb page, because I know I'm going to need it. 
It's the fact of the matter is I've gotten better in a lot of ways, but I've also gotten worse. (laughs) Okay, so season five, episode one, the light bulb scene. What did you think of this episode? I enjoyed it, I think. Like it was, I found it a bit less memorable maybe than some of the ones we've done lately where like Mm -hmm. if you'd asked me last week like what is the light bulb scene referring to I would have been like I don't know something about Filbert so definitely didn't remember any of this stuff of Bojack being naked screwing in the light bulb like all of that completely slipped me by yeah I don't know how I forgot about Bojack doing a full naked rotation (laughs) to put in a light bulb because you'd think that that is something that would stick with you but I had no memory of this. I feel like this episode was fine. A little bit of a lackluster start to the season, I think. I think so, too. Like, last time we had the ski race, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which is weird, but certainly memorable. But it was fun. Like, that episode was fun. It was very enjoyable to talk about. I feel like it really set things up, and it was a fun energy. Mm -hmm. This episode had a sad energy. Sad energy and, yeah, just not super memorable and not that fun. Like, it's just a bit melancholy. I don't like Flip McVicker. I don't either. And just, like, the tone of his voice, too. He's, like, a bit of a drag. Yeah. I don't care for him. But you know what? Still an episode of BoJack and not a bad episode of TV by any means. I think we both just are kind of coming down from the high of season four, which Mm -hmm. is so, so, so good. And I think pretty universally considered the best season of the show yeah i think i will say like just seeing season five at the top of my notes i was like man we are like coming on the back side of this now like we're in the yeah so the first episode of season five is coming out you know first week of january Mm -hmm. and basically by the end of march we'll be starting season six yeah whoa that's wild i know isn't that wild yeah so yeah, so like just season five feels late and I have much less familiarity with this as we discussed last week. Like it just feels less familiar. I'm sure there will still be some more surprises, more naked Bojack mm-hmm. scenes. Who knows? Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> I, I don't think I could recover. <laughs> but yeah, so the start of this episode is basically very unsettling because it's Bojack acting as Filbert, but the set looks exactly like Bojack's house. Mm-hmm. And so at first you don't really see that it is the show. It just looks like he's kind of sad at a party and like wearing a new jacket. Then the scene kind of escalates. Because nothing's lonelier than a party. Good thing I don't need anyone or I might feel lonely. Yeah, I don't... Like, what was the squid thing? Like, I was confused. Yeah, I don't know. They So he has like a blood pack or something under his jacket. So Filbert gets shot and it doesn't go off or whatever. And they're like, the squib didn't fire. And then there's like a squid on set. He's like, what I do? Like, no, not squid, squib. Just like, yeah, you know, not a word that people are familiar with. So it's harder to make it funny. Yeah. Is squib what that's actually called? No idea. I've never heard it called that before. A squib? Is a small firework that burns with a hissing sound before exploding, or a short piece of satirical writing. <laughs> I see. And in Harry Potter, it's what they call non-magical children of magical people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and in British slang, it's a short, sharp, witty attack with words. Huh. Well, it says it didn't fire, so I don't know. But it doesn't seem like it's like a firework or whatever. <laughs> Could have been a, a small firework that burns with a hissing sound before exploding. Very weird. But yeah, didn't go off, so the shot looks stupid. Oh, it is used in special effects. Oh, there you go. Huh. It resembles a tiny stick of dynamite, both in appearance and construction, but it has considerably less explosive power. 
<laughs> so it could have been a – I mean, I guess I should trust the creators of a show to know what making a show would entail. <laughs> That's a fair point. But, yeah, so the dye pack doesn't go off. The, there's no blood. And this is where we see that Bojack really is not enjoying being on Filbert so far. He really doesn't understand his character. He doesn't understand the show. And I feel like this is really interesting because we've not seen Bojack actually really trying to be a serious actor. But it seems like he really wants to, like, understand what is going on with this show. Yeah. And it's a little bit, I guess, like in I was thinking of Secretariat when he goes to the that catfish guy and he's like, oh, like, you know, this movie is stupid. And that really blows up in his face. Unlike the squib. Thought maybe he'd be more careful with it. I guess he's learned his lesson. He also just doesn't really care about the show. He only did it for Princess Carolyn. But Princess Carolyn also compliments them both saying that he's doing a good job and she is doing a good job watching him. And that is what producers do is they watch. So she's a great producer. Yeah, I did like all the stuff where he's like, why does this website exist? Like, why would anyone go to what time is it right now.com when they can just look in the corner of their computers? And like at the same time, we have Flip being like, we need to get rid of Filbert's watch. The website doesn't want people reminded about the existence of clocks. It's a lot. Yes, it's a lot. There's a lot. Princess Carolyn asks him if it would kill him to smile. And uh, when he smiles, the squib goes off. Yes, very good. And he's covered in blood. Yes. We get the intro, and the one big difference I wanted to cue up in the intro this season is there's a lot of thunder and lightning. Oh, I definitely didn't even notice. So I truly don't even remember what it could be referring to. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, but I guess maybe a storm's a coming. A storm's a brewing, yeah. <laughs> I, d- I don't know. Sarah, that's something we could do for Sarah in our prediction corner. What do we think that means? I think a storm is coming. He's got a big storm coming. Emotional turmoil. It could be anything. It truly mm-hmm. could be anything. I yeah. have no clue. Yes. We also get, we find out Mr. Peanut Butter is working on an adjacent set being Big Caesar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He like goes on a really long thing. He's like, what is this? A mismatched buddy comedy about two guys from different sides of the track who learn to respect each other because they have a common interest. Yeah. And so he's basically, Flip had two minutes to answer Bojack's questions about the show. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Peanut Butter takes them over by just like yammering on and on bojack really wants to know though why does the set look exactly like his house Mm -hmm. and he's like i've never been to your house i don't know what you're talking about like the filbert is precariously balanced on a hill of his own isolation and then he says oh it kind of looks like david boreanaz's house (laughs) to which we hear oh yeah the set designer took a tour there yes (laughs) so that's a great callback that's really good was that all the way back in season one i believe it was in season one yeah i love that that's so good Thank you, Bojack, for that amazing callback. We love it. I also really liked Bojack's like, why do I call her bitch twice? And <laughs> yeah. he's like, well, the first bitch is her and the second bitch is her heart. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a bitch to shoot me in the heart. Good thing I carry this flask of my dead wife's blood around. The writing in the show is terrible. Yeah, it is not good writing. Okay, so after the day is done, Bojack sleeps with his uh, guest, his co-star, Gina. Yes, recognizable voice on Gina. He does not do anything for her. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, he's, like, he's like, you know your own body better than me anyway. He's like, you know your downstairs better than me. Go, <laughs> just go to town. Yeah. Yes, voiced by Stephanie Beatrice. Mm-hmm. From B99. Rosa, baby. Yeah. We love her. We love Rosa. Rosa's incredible. Have you watched the final season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No, I haven't. I started it, but I haven't finished it yet. 
it's on Netflix, so you should yes. do that. It is yes. not that many episodes. It's a priority. It's going to happen this week, I think. Okay, good. What else has she been in? It looks like she's been in so many things. Yeah, she appeared in lots of stuff. I feel like I recently was like, that's Stephanie Beatrice. She was in, oh, God. I feel like she did a voice in something that I watched recently. Looks like she's been active since about 2009, but she was in the Lego movie 2. Oh, yeah. She was the girl in Lego movie. <laughs> she, was, she was in an episode of One Day at a Time, which is mm-hmm. really good. Haven't seen that. She did an episode of Into the Dark. She was on a season of a series called Human Discoveries. Huh. She is on Modern Family in four episodes over six years. Weird. So oh, yeah. She plays Gloria's sister. That's what I was thinking of. We watched, started watching old episodes of Modern Family and didn't get that far, but okay. yes. She is in two episodes of The New DuckTales. Nice. She's in a TV series called Devil May Care. She was in this TV series, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Cretaceous? Hmm. You know, my nephew, big fan of the Jurassic World show. She's in the 2021 In the Heights. She plays Carla. She was in Q-Force, Maya and Three. It looks like she's in a lot of stuff. She also yeah. does a voice in Bob's Burgers for some episodes. Yeah. Extensive uh, career be, for Stephanie. She'll be voicing Batwoman and Catwoman Hunted. Yay, we love her. And we know someone. We know her. Yeah. But yes, as we know, Bojack, not a very generous trigger warning. I'm about to say lover, not a generous Ugh. lover. Disgusting. <laughs> they, they, no. Disgusting. Yeah, not good. But yeah, she, like, what a horrible, like, we already knew that he was, like, bad in bed. Like, mm-hmm. we've seen it over the years, but he just goes, this is the direct quote that I wanted to get. Sorry, I can't do you. I'm just too distracted. I do a bad job. You know you're downstairs better. Just go to town. <laughs> just and go she's to just town. like, I'm going to leave. I'm going home. Like, she doesn't want to be there. He asks her about the show. And she's like, I keep doing these shows because I show up. I don't complain. I do the work. And then I get hired again. Like, it's mm-hmm. fine. Like, do I think that the like show is male gay? What does she say? Male gazy and gratuitous, ex- gratuitous and male gazy. Yeah, but like, I'm gonna keep doing it because I have to support my habit of owning a home in Southern California. Yeah, exactly. She says at one point, like, you're asking me if I love my character who hates bras and loves cold rooms. No, I don't. Yeah, but she's just doing her work to pay for her life. And he's like, oh, well, you can stay. Like, don't you not want to be in a big house all alone? And she's like, no, I love being alone and leaves. Yeah. Wish I was alone right now. Oh, brutal. But he is not doing well being alone, which I would have thought that I guess he just had roommates for like the whole last season. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's a good point. He's always had Todd and Hollyhock and B, Tina. Yeah. Like he's never really been alone alone. And so he is. Well, I guess except for when he was at the old Sugarman place. But even then he had his neighbor. Yeah, true. And yeah, and he's like got a little bottle of booze that has markings on it for each day. And he drinks his like Tuesday amount at exactly midnight. Uh, like, what's the point? Like, I, he's trying to just have like a semblance of like not alcoholism. I don't understand. Yeah, I guess. And he like can't make it past midnight. He like needs to have it the instant he is allowed. I don't think that's a healthy way to do it. Definitely not. I really don't think so. Yeah. And so. He calls Hollyhock in the middle of the night. <laughs> she is at college and she loves college. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, wait, you don't need to sleep anymore now that you're at college? And she's like, what? No, I was asleep. You woke me up by calling me in the middle of the night. 
And he just wanted to let her know that he hearted her Instagram post. Mm -hmm. 23 other people had hearted it, but he just wanted to, he didn't know if she knows them, Mm -hmm. but he wanted her to know that one was him. He's like, she's like, yeah, it tells me who. Yeah. (laughs) He's like very concerned. Like this call doesn't count as replacing our Sunday call. And she's like, yeah, I will talk to you on Sunday in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Yes. Clearly he's gotten very reliant on these phone calls. Yeah, so they are talking every week, brother-sister time. Yes. He's like, I miss you. That sounded dumb. I don't miss you. I'm just bored. That also sounded dumb. (laughs) Hollyhock says, I miss you too. Yes, Hollyhock's so much more emotionally intelligent than Bojack. (laughs) Yeah, well, because she grew up in like a healthy house with Mm -hmm. eight good dads. Yes, but she's very patient with him, which is very nice. She's a very – well, I mean, she also lived with him, so she kind of knows like what she's getting herself into, you know? She definitely gets him. Which is really good. We also see that Todd and Yolanda are dating. Yeah. Princess yeah. Carolyn calls them lovebirds, and they're like, you wouldn't see anything anyways. Like, we yeah. are asexual. And fully clothed. Just in the living room. But Todd is, he doesn't really have any direction, and that seems to be bothering Yolanda. Yeah, I really liked him being like, she's like, what are you going to do today? And he's like, oh, there's an old frog down by the river who owes me an egg sandwich on account of a caper we once went on. Yeah. It's, yeah, I don't understand what he's going to get. Like, he's getting a sandwich and that's it? Yeah, it sounds that way. And, like, I don't understand the circumstances under which he was promised a sandwich, but it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, I don't – it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. But she is very frustrated with him, but is not really expressing that, I feel like. Yeah, she's definitely, like, worried about this. Yeah, but Princess Carolyn is looking to adopt – yeah, sixty thousand dollars later, she's now working with a caseworker and working on getting a baby. Well, but first she talks to Michaela. Yes, who is the stork? Mm-hmm. Who is played by Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah, that's right. We got big gets in the season five <laughs> premiere. Really appropriate for Lindsay and Kirsten need a podcast. Absolutely, we'll have to put it in the Whoopi cushion. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I love Michaela here where she's like, Princess Carolyn keeps going back to this thing of like, my mom had no problem conceiving and she had so many babies and blah, blah, blah. She's like, hey, is your name Cutie Cutie Cupcake? If not, then don't compare yourself to your mother. Do you sleep with moisturizer socks on your hands? Yeah. (laughs) Were you born in 1942? Mm -hmm. And it's like, how do you know all of that? Yeah, she gives a really good pep talk. She's like, anyone can have a baby, but to adopt a baby takes a real hero. Yeah, and so it's like, okay, give me $60,000 and I'll be with you the whole way from when you write the check to put the check in the bank. Yeah, and then she's like, and now I'm going to hand you off to Tracy, who is not good. Yeah, Tracy is not a good one, voiced by Jean Philippique, who does look familiar to me now that I see her on IMDb. She was in one episode of Grey's Anatomy. Um, <laughs> there we go. She's an AP bio, Sharp Objects, one episode of Better Call Saul, one episode of New Girl, a couple episodes of Veep. She was in I Love You, Man. Mm-hmm. A couple of, she was two episodes of Key and Peele. All right, she's um, been around a little bit. And Up All Night. Yeah, she's definitely a working actress. I feel like people most likely would know, obviously, for I think AP Bio would be the main one. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my list. I heard it's really funny. Yes, I've heard that also. That's great. But yeah, she does not have any energy. She is really not a good caseworker. <laughs> yeah, she's awful. She's so bad. And she opens it up by being like, Oh, like, what are you, five months pregnant? She's like, no, I'm an adoptive mother. She's like, oh, because you're so old, probably. 
Like she's not a very nice person. But first she's like, oh, you're a, how far along are you? So it's like, well, you're not even paying any attention. Yeah. Yeah. She's not completely checked out and mean and horrible. Yeah. She's not good. So we also see Flip McVicker is trying to work on casting for a strip club scene. And the script calls for hot and haunted. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Does she look hot and haunted to you? I need TV hot. And then after he says this to this woman, he's like, actually, she's starting to look haunted. We do not like Flip McVicker in this house. Yeah, he sucks. He's really rude, really mean, shitty man. He's a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Very bad guy. Like, he's truly only seeing success because he named his character the name that Princess Carolyn wanted to name her baby. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like, this is just wild to me. He would have Mm -hmm. never gotten an opportunity otherwise. Totally. And when Bojack brings this to him, he's like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, I can talk to you and also judge these women at the same time. Yeah, he can judge their bodies. Yeah, no problem. But you know what? Bojack says, don't you think this is gratuitous and male gazy? <laughs> it's not character driven or plot yeah. driven. Yeah, they're basically like, oh, if we instead just turn this around so that it's Gina instead of all these strippers, then it'll be plot driven and character driven. And that means that it's like good content well yeah i mean to be fair it does sound like it makes more sense for bojack to sketch his like co-star naked than to sit in the back of a strip club (laughs) sketching the dancers i do think that the original plan was very disgusting so that's out there but now he's gonna sketch gina naked and she's like thanks for this yeah she's like i was just trying to like get through the day and i was trying to just like do my job and you've made it so much worse he made it harder for her. Yeah. We also see Todd and Yolanda on a double date with Emily and a firefighter. It is her second firefighter because she created an app for firefighters to meet her. Yes. <laughs> She's with this guy named Steve. It's also the second Steve, and he is just humongous. Listen, if that's what makes Emily happy, then I'm happy for her. <laughs> they Todd brings up, oh, maybe I should create an asexual dating app so that people who are asexual but not aromantic can meet and Todd says you could be a asexual or b like not asexual or you can and you can be a aromantic or b romantic and like you could be any combination of those things and it would be nice for people who fit into those boxes to find someone and uh, Yolanda's like that seems like a very niche market for a dating Mm -hmm. app and Todd's like, yeah, but then you could really meet people and you wouldn't just date someone just because they're also asexual and romantic yeah. and that you have nothing in common with. And Yolanda's like, yeah, but like it could help you grow and become better people together. And it's very awkward. They are definitely only together because they are the only asexual but not a romantic person that each other knows. Yeah, it's very tough. And like this does seem like a good idea from Todd. Like it is quite niche, but like it's a good idea. And you'd think Yolanda would be like more supportive of him getting excited about something than just being like no this is too narrow this is a bad idea she wants to make it a better business okay (laughs) yes if there's one thing she's passionate about it is about better businesses but i do think that yeah it's a very interesting idea and would be nice like i feel like niche apps like that blow up all the time yeah oh for sure but he's not he's not gonna do it but uh, yolanda's upset that todd has no direction in his life yeah, so that's the thing. Like, she's so worried about this. And he's like, here's like a thing I could maybe try. And she's like, no. She's like, no, not good enough. Yeah. So uh, I don't really know what she wants from him. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to be working great. Back at the Filbert 
lot slash stage slash I don't I don't know I don't work in the TV business <laughs> the set on the set that may be right Mr. Peanut Butter is basically being a live studio audience for <laughs> Philbert like he's giving like the ooh <laughs> yeah because they're doing like the naked scene and every time Bojack has a line he'll be like ooh yeah he's very he's trying to be supportive I think but he's really ruining the scene yeah, and so basically Bojack's like, I'm trying to make the show good, and it's, like, not working. And Flip is like, listen, well, let's you're so worried about the female gaze. Let's give the female something to gaze at. There will be a full frontal scene for you, and if you don't do it, then obviously – you weren't trying to make the care. You don't care about the female, the male gaze at all. You just were trying to change the show. Yeah, he's basically like, I'm trying to make a good show. You're the only one with a problem with this. Gina doesn't have a problem with it. And you were just trying to like swing your dick around on the stage. And this has nothing to do with actually you caring about this at all. If you want to swing your dick around, we will make you swing your dick around. So they plan a full frontal shot. Mm-hmm. He is going to be naked, changing a light bulb, and he will fully turn his body to put in the light bulb so that they see every single inch of Bojack's naked body. Mm-hmm. And Princess Carolyn had a very funny thing saying, can you wear a t-shirt? He's self-conscious about his midsection. Yeah, his belly area. And then he goes, I'm self-conscious about my penis area. <laughs> oh, I laughed. I laughed and laughed and laughed. Yeah, so funny. But Flip says, we will film it tomorrow and I will send over the waxing kit tonight. And Bojack's like, Philbert waxes? He says, yes, but not for aesthetic purposes, just to feel something. He also very troublingly is like, he has to be naked so that he's vulnerable, but he has to be fully erect so we respect him. And it's just like, what is happening? What is this scene? How? I mean, and now listen, I don't have a penis. I can't speak (laughs) for that population. But I feel like it would be very difficult to maintain an erection with so many people looking at you. I have to imagine that is the case, yes. Especially when you're self-conscious about said erection. <laughs> and about your belly area. And about the penis area as well. <laughs> but so Bojack is going to confront Princess Carolyn and he brings his own spinny chair to confront her. But Todd comes in instead. Mm-hmm. Hello, Princess Carolyn. And it's like, oh, man, I brought my spinny chair and everything. Yeah, he's like, why aren't you Princess Carolyn? <laughs> he lives here. Yes. And Todd tells Bojack everything he did on the internet that day. And Bojack's like, oh, yes, you're going to get, you can get a job at working as a janitor on what time is it right now.com. And then you can like go into an executive's office and send out an email so that we can not do this scene so we can save the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he tells, like, Todd tells this really long story about how he's like, looking for a job and he's like I was looking up facts about the movie Monster so I went to monster.com and it turns out they have job postings there oh god yes and he's, he's very baffled by Bojack's plan as well he's like wait you're on a show like they haven't haven't been in touch for a while yeah they have not been talking but now they are scheming together a little bit mm-hmm so Todd goes and interviews for the janitor position, but he has a very impressive resume. He started a rideshare company. He was briefly the governor of California. <laughs> this was really funny because it's like he's overqualified. And it's like, wait, why is he overqualified? And then just to hear them lay it out, like you built a successful ride sharing app. You built and managed your own theme park. You're briefly governor of California. It's like, wow, Todd does sound overqualified. <laughs> he, re- I mean, well, obviously he knows how to spin it in his resume. Clearly, yeah. Like, Todd looks great on paper, mm-hmm. and he is overqualified for the job. Like, he's got to go straight to the top of the company. <laughs> yeah, he's now president of ad sales, and he calls Bojack. And, and Bojack's and just like, I, yes, that's right. And he's like, it's like, I already don't like the turn that this has taken. <laughs> 
Yeah, and Bojack says, like, your good-hearted naivete has married with some random happenstance to totally dick me over once again. (laughs) Very good. But now he's like, Todd is like, listen, I don't have time for this. I can't do this. I feel like you should just talk to the showrunner because I find being direct is really good. I have to, it's like someone in HR's birthday, but like he's instantly in the corporate world. Yes, completely. It's just like, he's like, I think you got to shoot straight Bojack because something that works for me in the boardroom and on the driving range. Am I right? Oh my God. <laughs> As if Todd has ever been golfing. Yeah. <laughs> he also says he like needs to focus on big picture stuff and then people are bringing in like a giant picture into his room. I didn't even clock that. You know, I can't see. <laughs> But so he goes to Flip and he tries to talk to him about the scene and Flip is like, I'm just trying to make a good show. Why are you making it so difficult? I have been a friend to you. I even told my mom I made a friend on set. Do you want to make me a liar to my mother, Bojack? Yeah. And Bojack like really gets very, he gets shoot straight, I guess. And he says like, the show is dumb. It's boring. It has nothing to say. This is terrible. And he's not going to get naked. But Flip says that you signed a contract. And that makes me a god. And you will make your god happy and tries to forcefully remove his robe to get him naked. Yeah, it's troubling, that whole scene. I didn't like it. Yeah, me either. And he's like, basically just like yelling at Bojack of like, you basically have to do whatever I say, no matter what it is. And he says, like, if I want you to speak Korean, then you're learning Korean. And like, now you have to get naked. And yeah, when he tries to take off the robe, it's really bad. It is certainly not appropriate workplace behavior. Definitely not. But... We do see Princess Carolyn back at the adoption agency with Tracy, asks her to be more thoughtful, and Tracy says, sounds like you're looking for an adoption manager. This is an adoption agency. Do you not know the difference? Which is, I think, the joke of the episode. It was so funny. Oh my god, I loved it so much. (laughs) Like, this episode was one that I didn't really care for that much, but I laughed out loud at that line. Yeah, like, even as we're talking through it, I'm like, there weren't that many jokes in this episode that really stuck with me, but that one was amazing. Well, and I also feel like this episode was so much like setting up the season that they just didn't have room for all the jokes. Yes, I agree. Which is unfortunate because I'm here for the jokes. Yes. (laughs) But he, she comes out of the, she gets a call from Bojack that he's outside. Mm -hmm. And she's like, how did you find me? And he's like, well, I put a burner phone in your purse and used find my phone. Yeah, he's like, obviously, this is what I did. And he also brought the spinny chair with him. And he's like, hold on, I have a whole thing with the chair. Hello, Princess Carolyn. Yeah, so I guess it's just been in his car. Yeah, <laughs> she's been driving around with it. But he has a plan to deal with Flick. He found out that Flick McVicker's mom has a prosthetic leg and he wants to seduce her, sleep with her, steal her prosthetic leg and hit Flick in the face with it. And is that too subtle? Yeah, Yeah, this actually made me laugh too because he's like, oh, is that too subtle a thing? That's not subtle at all. (laughs) We do also find out here Princess Carolyn was transparent with Bojack about the forged signature. Yes. So that is good. And Bojack is concerned about being Filbert because Filbert is a drunk asshole and he doesn't want to be him. Yeah, and Princess Carolyn's like, why don't for once, like, why don't you decide not to be that and just be a nice guy? And then like when you're in character, you can be a drunk asshole, but then you just don't drink so much when you're not in character. You take that guy off. And then you're Bojack, the star of the show that everyone likes. Right. And she and he's like, why are we an adoption agency? Are you adopting something? And she's like, I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. You leave me the hell and alone. It, yeah, she says, can you hold it together for 10 weeks so I don't have to go to set every day and put out fires for you? Yeah. And she asks, asks it very like earnestly where she says, like, can you do this for me? Like, is that asking too much? Yeah. And so it does seem like Princess Carolyn and Bojack are actually in a pretty good spot together still, which is mm-hmm. nice to see. I agree. I think they're being Um, pretty honest with one another and actually like 
telling the other one what they need, which is good. Yeah, they're communicating, which is really good. Yeah. Then we get Mr. Peanut Butter picking up Diane from the airport. She has cut her hair short and she has been on a trip. Yeah. And Mr. Peanut Butter has signed the divorce papers. He says, yeah, these are all good. I sign them. If they're all good with you and your lawyer, you can sign them and then we will be good. It will be done. And Diane says, take that, our marriage, which I also <laughs> laughed at. I know, me too. That part is one of the few parts that I actually did remember from this was because I find that scene so brutal when they're like, we did it. Take that, our marriage, divorce completed. That's like, oh, this yeah. is so painful. Well, and this is Mr. Peanut Butter's third divorce. Yeah. So he's Mr. just kind of like, yeah, this is what happens. But Diane's obviously never been divorced before. And so, and yeah. she's been on this trip and she's cut her hair. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot. Nice of Mr. Um, Peanut Butter to still pick her up from the airport. I mean, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good dog. Like, at his <laughs> core, like, he is a very good boy. And it's, like, they just obviously didn't work out. Like, it's not like they got into, like, a huge fight, really, that yeah. ended their marriage. Yeah. Picking someone up from the airport is, like, a big deal. Especially yeah. in L.A. Especially in L.A. Oh, my God. I didn't but, even think about that. Yeah. He drove her to her new little apartment, drops her off, and we end the episode. We see Bojack actually does the full light bulb scene. Mm-hmm. And when it's done, he's like, what do I need a robe for? You've all seen it. I'm not putting my clothes back on. In any other workplace, this would be sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah. He does the full rotation, <laughs> which like it is funny because at one point he does say like, why wouldn't I just like turn my wrist? And he's like, no, <laughs> it has to be your whole Flip's body. Like, you are seeing your whole naked body for the female gaze. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and I guess like Bojack, you know, he's a little bit chubby. He's in a nice sweater. He kind of is for the female gaze. Yeah. Like, he's not really male gazy. Yeah. And so he says that, you know what? We're going to have a party at my place tonight. And the party looks exactly like the one at the start of the episode that was in the show. Except Bojack's having fun this time. Yeah. Yeah. And Flip apologizes to him and says, like, oh, maybe now that you've done it, maybe Gina won't complain so much next time we make her do it. And it's like, oh, no. And Bojack's like, Gina never complained. I complained. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, chicks are always make such a big deal about their bodies. Thanks for being so chill. It's like, what? He was not chill at all. But he says, I'm sorry I flew off the handle earlier and tried to remove your robe by force. Yeah. But he says, everything we are going to do for the next 10 weeks is not about you. It's for Filbert. This is going to be a sensational season of television. Bojack watches The Fish Singer, and the episode ends. Yeah. What do we think? Is it going to be a sensational season of television? I I think it probably, I mean, Bojack season five will be. Yes, I think so. I remember almost nothing about what happens in this season, but I remember it being very strong. Yeah, it's a good season. So we'll have fun talking about it. And yeah, that's the that's the first episode. Yeah. What's the feedback situation like? We got some stuff from Stefan. He says, Bojack seems like the kind of horse who half of Hollywood has seen naked anyway. He has a boundaries problem. That is true. Yeah. Wasn't he on Princess Carolyn's lawn like a lot of times naked? Oh, oh many times. Yeah. But Especially I mean, we- there's a difference between being like naked all over town and being naked in high definition. <laughs> true. That's a good point. If you see someone naked all over town, you're probably not getting too close. So you're not looking too closely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. This question is specifically for you. What would Grey's Anatomy look like if it was animated and full of animals? Oh, my God. Well, it would be, a, <laughs> I guess, a veterinary clinic. <laughs> yeah, that's um, good. That's tough. That's a tough one. Yeah. Are there any obvious ones? Meredith, Grey, Squirrel? Mm, Grey. Yeah, she could be Grey Squirrel. <laughs> Bailey. No. Richard. <laughs> April. 
April could be an ape. Yeah, April could be an ape. Jackson could be a jackrabbit. A jackrabbit. I don't know. I'm not qual. I, I don't, I'm not a creative. Okay, there's a reason why I don't <laughs> do this for my job. Chappelle, write in. <laughs> yeah, Chappelle, help. <laughs> Stefan, this is I love this so much. Okay, Stefan wrote and said, "Is in season three, Mr. Peanut Butter says he and Diane are five big fights away from a divorce." In Bojack Kills, Diane goes to Ojai without telling Mr. Peanut Butter, and they fight over the phone. Commence fracking. They fight over Mr. Peanut Butter's pro-fracking stance. Thoughts and prayers. They fight about guns that plays out on MSNBC. And underground, the fracking fight resurfaces as their house falls into a sinkhole. What time is it right now? The bell room fight. That's vibe. Brutal. Brutal. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's really good. I don't know if they had any other fights, but that's really well done. That's really, that's a lot. Oh, my God. We also got this, like, really spectacular email from Natalie. I won't read the whole thing because it was just full of, like, wonderful things that she said. But it was, like, the nicest email we've ever gotten. It was the nicest thing I've ever heard from anyone in my entire life. Yeah. It was so, so good. Really loved it. So thank you, Natalie. It made our week, year. Yeah. We're so glad (laughs) to have you as a horse girl, Natalie. And we're so glad that you are here. Yes, so happy. So that's all. That's all the stuff we have. In the in the tweets, uh, in response to our, you know, holiday episode with Brian Scally, Sam Sanders said, I'm certain this oops all tangents episode will prevent future tangents from occurring. <laughs> yes. Um, Morgan said, you should know by now the horse girls prefer the no edits version. And then Morgan is like... I'm happy to be the most unhinged horse girl, but I just think it merits discussion that Hollyhock looks so much like the Sugarmans, but nothing like Butterscotch. Kirsten said, and I quote, she's like, we don't like see Henrietta sleeping with Butterscotch, so maybe it's a different horse. But now that you mention it, maybe I should add that to my theory. <laughs> I asked people if they had to name one of their children after one of Santa's reindeer, who would they choose? Mm-hmm. And we got one vixen. Tim said Donder. And I, Tim, Tim, it's Donner. <laughs> Jewel said Comet, Sarah mm-hmm. said Prancer, Shelby said Dasher, and MJC said Dancer. So wow. lots of options. Wow, uh, I still don't think gamut. Comet is the clear choice. Yes, I think so too. People are upset that the Tooth Fairy never gave them Christmas gifts. <laughs> uh, and then Rose asks, how much would we have to be paid to screw in that light bulb? It is referring to the infamous egg-eating debate. She's, <laughs> they say they would need to be paid at least $50, taking into account the fact that they're poor and have no shame and would do it for 20 Wow. Um, here's the thing. This is going to be on TV in high definition and my full naked body is being seen. That's in the thousands of dollars. Definitely. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Rose, I, I beg of you to love yourself more. People <laughs> people pay for nude content. Yeah. Charge more. You'll, like, you'll get it. You'll get it. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Demand what you're worth, Rose. That's right. Hell yeah. But yeah, that's what we have from Twitter. So that's, yeah. uh, that's everything. Yeah. How much would you have to get paid? Oh my god, a lot. Definitely in the thousands. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 10,000? Well, like, I guess if you're gonna be on a show on a major network, you probably get paid, like, what? Like, at minimum. Like, like, because Bojack's probably gonna pay quite a lot to do this show. I have to think And so. I don't think that we would get the, ra- the rate that Bojack would get, because he is pretty famous, and he mm-hmm. was in an... Uh, all, he wasn't nominated Semi-nominated for an Oscar, nominated but he should have been. But... When he won a Golden Globe for his book. So, like, he's probably getting, what, like, 50 grand an episode? I'd say at least, probably, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I think for us who have no fame, I should get paid at least $25,000 an episode. Yeah. Love it. If I'm the star of the show and it's my, like, first, I don't know. And everyone's seeing your naked body. And my whole body. I have to spin and you're going to see every angle? Mm. (laughs) 
minimum 25k yeah i think that's a that's a good price no one offered that yeah i mean if someone offers me twenty five thousand dollars, i'll do it i don't care i have no shame i am poor and i have no shame (laughs) you're just demanding what you're worth i just want what i'm worth okay so i think that's everything do you have anything else we didn't go on very many tangents today i know what can we quickly tangent about um I don't know. I don't have it in me today. I'm sorry, yeah, everybody. It's fine. it's fine. Life is hard. We'll be back with lots of tangents next week. This episode was just to set up the season, get situated in 2022, and, and we'll let you know what's going on with our next episode, okay? Yeah, Come on. Good. Do we have a guest next week? I don't believe so. I don't think so either, but it's a great one next um, week. It's a good one next week. Next week, we are going to cover season five, episode two of BoJack Horseman. The dog days are over. Yes, very memorable um, and- episode. Unlike this so one. you so you can find that episode on this here feed, the Bojack Horse Pod feed. So down download it, subscribe, ra- rate and review us five stars. It's a great way to start the year. A nice gift. You can tweet at us at Bojack Horse Pod. You can email us bojackhorsepod at gmail.com. You can find Lindsay over on the Simpsons Then and Now podcast. And you can find me on Kowski Cast, that's Cow with a K, talking about Riverdale. And on all social media at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What, where I will be streaming a ton in the month of January. Yeah, I will say too, it's a bit outdated now, but definitely go and listen to Kirsten on Nothing But Netflix because that was a true delight hearing Kirsten and Chappelle just vibing. So good. Thank you. Yeah, we were just vibing, but Rob had this like weird script and it was just so bizarre. Um, Classic Rob, am I right? Classic Rob. But yeah, so we will be back next week to talk about 5.2. The dog days are over. Bye. 